0: South. Urban. Rural. Structured. Spontaneous. In any case. It's one hell of a conversation.
1: Ain't it? really is, truly. I guess so. It's probably only when I'm agreeing with you. (laughs) Anyway, how's it going? Pretty stellar. Yeah, how was your week?
0: Oh, long. Okay. I mean, after the Florida shooting, it was just constantly reassuring and emotionally taxing. So it was nice to get a chance to, well, escape into some movies for a second.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, especially with everything going on, it it definitely uh, makes you really appreciate those moments where you can kind of let things go for a bit and forget about something.
0: I can understand why in the 1930s, the box office was huge. Everybody was trying to escape something.
1: I didn't even know that interesting fact. Um, so we recently saw Black Panther on Thursday.
0: Why, yes, we did.
1: Although it came out on Friday. No, we saw it on Wednesday, right?
0: We saw it on the 15th.
1: Okay. That,
0: that was... Valentine's eight. Day
1: was a Tuesday, right? I think it was. So we saw it on a Wednesday. That we did. But it comes out on <laughs> Thursday. My, my friends were deboggled on how Atlanta was able to see it so early.
0: Yeah, even my kids, they like looked up the premiere and were like, how can you do this?
1: Right. So
0: we got fortunate. I we
1: believe. did. Um, I would say I would I would think that lived up to expectations, in my opinion.
0: Well, I mean, if we're being honest, Michael B. Jordan's a beautiful man.
1: Um very rare cases I will admit a man is beautiful and that man is beautiful. Oh my goodness. Yes, very God rare bless. cases. Um I feel like I maybe have fallen short on my appearance at arriving. I arrived in my work clothes. I feel like I should have got a dashiki or something coming to America esque.
0: I think you did pretty good. The plaid pants were a nice touch.
1: Thank you very much. (laughs) Very much. I appreciate that.
0: All right. So we're going to talk about the Black Panther, but I swear to you, we will not spoil the movie in anything besides physical appearance.
1: No spoilers here.
0: But if you don't want any background, you might not want to listen any further.
1: Yeah, but I think we're going to give everything that at least the trailers show with our opinions and stuff like that, right? I think that's accurate. Okay. So I think this is probably one of the most um, talked about Marvel releases for a while recently. Not a lot of people have been talking about it, but a lot of people, people of color, Marvel people have been extremely big into Black Panther lately before the movie was coming out. I just feel like the rollout of it was extremely great. Um, So... In my personal opinion, I know there was a little scandal. I'm not sure if you heard about it, Laura, but there were people on Rotten Tomato trying to purposefully make the ratings of Black Panther poor. Because, no, I hadn't heard this. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe some people didn't want people to, I don't know, like the movie. Maybe people didn't like that it was a black popular film or something like that. But there was a group. There was an article I saw. People were purposely trying to make the rotten tomatoes of black panther poor before it actually came to theaters
0: you should send that to me i definitely want to see that that sounds disheartening but also very strange
1: right so, so i'll knows? get <laughs> i'll get into it later but there was also a point where people were up in arms about spider-man potentially being black
0: you <laughs> know
1: but we will get into that story but i will tell you actually no We'll get into that now. We'll make Go a little ahead. transition. It's part of the background. I feel like this movie had to happen. It had to happen. It was going to happen. One reason it was going to happen is because black people needed a movie to resonate with and to hold on to. And I remember when this movie was coming out initially, everyone's like, why are people dressed up like Eddie Murphy and coming back to America? Why are people wearing dashikis and stuff like that? It's <laughs> because black people did not have something to hold on to. And if you do not want to believe me, I will quote the man that I will call my surrogate father, <laughs> Childish Gambino. <laughs> Maybe stepbrother. That sounded a little weird. But I'm really big into comedy. Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, same person. One of my favorite people. He had a quote from a stand-up that he did. It's, it used to be on Netflix. I think it's, it still might be on Netflix. It was called Weirdo. But... Basically, he was talking about a time where on Reddit, someone randomly said, Who should play Spider Man for the next movie? Who should it be? And, and someone, someone posted, Donald Glover should play Spider Man. He's a nerd. And everyone was like, Oh, yeah, totally, totally. Like, he should do it. He should do it. And out of nowhere, someone just said, He's black. He can't be Spider Man. <laughs> and Donald Glover, you know, of course, wanting to poke at it was just like, no i think so so what the person said was why why would we have donald gulbert be be black, uh, spider-man he's black we might as well have sarah michael play shaft i don't know if you know who sarah michael is but he is a very uh juno yeah the dude from juno <laughs> the dude from super bad i
0: like your talk um, shorts
1: yeah right he would not do anything that the character shaft would do and if you do not know who shaft is shaft is a character played by samuel l jackson I personally do not know much about him because I was not interested in it. But essentially what Childish Gambino said was that chef was a character in the 60s and 70s who essentially was a pimp without saying it, who would slap women and basically get his money wherever he can and basically beating up people who were doing bad in the city. That is what people had. Sounds so, like a
0: really shining star of a black superhero.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and as Childish Gambino said, kids could get up, put on their Spider-Man pants, drink their Spider-Man juice, eat their Spider-Man cereal, and what the black kids had were putting on shaft pants and drinking shaft juice. (laughs) If you've never seen Weirdo, you need to see it. It's hilarious. But anyway, we needed something to hold on to because we, we did not have enough superheroes. And in addition, regardless of the fact if Black Panther was black or not, he was just a bad mofo anyway. The movie had to happen Marvel had to do it. They had to roll to roll it out So I'm just gonna share with y'all a few facts about Black Panther What The the superhero background I'm gonna share some background on black superheroes and what we currently have had to hold on to lately Um, so this is a post from Washington Post. It's a very in-depth background on the black superheroes that we've had. So, 1966, Black Panther was introduced. His power or super intellect, a suited laced, a suit laced with super strong metal vibranium and expert in combat skills. And then once we go down, the year later we had Catwoman in 1967. I'm pretty sure I don't need to explain Catwoman to people. Then we had the Falcon. He was um, also in the Captain America Civil War movie recently. Um, And he basically was a hand-to-hand combat skill specialist. And he had wings that could let him fly. And if we keep going down, we had the Green Lantern. Green Lantern was introduced in 1971. He basically um, was able to attribute these superpower skills from a, a, a ring that he'd have to wear then we had luke cage in 1972 which eventually became a netflix special and i actually personally like that one a lot um although it didn't really hold it didn't really resonate with people too much in my opinion okay and then storm was introduced in 1975 i feel like we all know that one and if we jump a little bit spawn was a very well-known character in the night in 1992 spawn was introduced and he had super strength and speed and that was actually a movie that came out um it was in uh it was an animated hbo series and then we had blade um who was a su- we had super strength and he was basically played by wesley snipes and he was basically fighting off vampires and stuff like that
0: right in the late 1990s
1: right um and then 2016 A new superhero was introduced which was Deadshot Um, that was a DC Comics that was Will Smith playing in that one Um, and I thought that was a pretty good movie Um, I don't know I thought it was pretty interesting Suicide Squad was a pretty good movie in my personal opinion but I felt like Black Panther was probably one of the first black superheroes that's introduced and had yet to have a film attributed to himself
0: Right, so after um, the Catwoman that was god-awful in 2004, Halle Berry...
1: Bless Halle Berry, though.
0: That's true. (laughs) I mean, it's been 15 years almost, and so it's just been building and building, and historically, it only makes sense as Black Lives Matter as... uh, risen through the ranks of movements it kind of is mirroring the late 60s when stanley creates black panther um, right before the black panther party has even started and it's really quite an interesting circumstance because now we see black panther coming largely after these movements have taken their biggest toll right and so i think that we'll see this resonating further um I mean, even just looking at how we anticipated the movie, that's where we're going to see this um, history and this necessary picture coming into play.
1: That's a very good point. Yeah. So, in my personal opinion, um, when we're anticipating the movie, as far as uh, being black, I just felt like it, it, it gave me like a similar feeling with Obama and it wasn't the fact that like it was to the level of being president. It was to the same level of everyone that you knew that was that at least my friends that were black, were all talking about it. Yeah, Everyone knew they were going to see it. Everyone was basically in line. Like I know how in line Republicans feel now <laughs> with certain things. When <laughs> this is like, I call you up, I text you, I know what your answer is going to be so we're just gonna have fun talking about the same thing is basically (laughs) what it was like i knew everyone was gonna see that movie
0: right and even you can see it spanning multiple different demographics because anyone in the marvel universe is stoked
1: for it exactly and marvel has been on a tear with their recent movies like they've been extremely good
0: Right, the Iron Man, Avengers series. Oh my goodness, for the past 10 years, they've been
1: blockbusters. Exactly. So I feel like what made it extremely exciting this time was knowing that it was backed by a film company and a a film comic book that have done movies very well. It's not like a new superhero, I hope they do it right kind of thing. Like you knew what to expect from a Marvel movie. You knew that they would basically care for the movie and basically present it in the proper way that it needed to be presented in.
0: Absolutely. Especially after having like a string of, what, blonde guys named Chris? Exactly. Playing all the major roles.
1: I can only watch so many Captain Americas. That's true. It gets pretty old.
0: I, I didn't get to Civil War, I won't lie.
1: God, I don't blame you.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so tell me more about being black anticipating this movie.
1: Um. So I'm never... I've never, I've never really been into superhero movies To be completely honest Like I got into superhero movies Probably The beginning of Spider-Man When Spider-Man Kicked off again mm-hmm. I kind of got into it and then I just kind of fell off But I felt like Black Panther When it came out It just I didn't even have to ask my friends if they were going to see it I knew Because like it just felt like like okay this is the one like this is the one where we are going to come out and see it and it just it just feels it's, there's just like this feeling i can't explain where like you can look at someone on the screen that has a superhuman ability mind you you know that he his superpower is super intellect and the country of wakanda is like the most tech technolog- techn- technologically advanced area it just felt it just felt good to know that you felt like you have a piece of the pie now and something that you could hold on to. Like I was never even into, um, those little figurines that you would buy and stuff like that. Now Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm on Amazon. Like I'm going to buy this. (laughs) Like I have to.
0: It's so exciting because your little nieces, you've got something that you can hold on to with them because it's PG 13, right?
1: I think so. But I mean, I would probably let them see it regardless. (laughs) Not even gonna lie. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just an amazing film. Um, and it's just an amazing concept. And then you add the fact that they have the soundtrack behind it. Oh and my goodness. Kendrick Lamar, who's already like a voice for the black community and just us progressing as a society, I feel like he opens people's eyes to certain things. Like his performances at the Grammys have been just historic, in my opinion. Just having him back that, it just feels amazing.
0: Absolutely. So. Incidentally, I heard the song All the Stars before I found out that it was on the soundtrack. And it was on our local radio station, 967 The Beat. Shout out. And (laughs) it was incredible. I loved the song. I thought that SZA did a great job and uh, the lyrics were spot on. It was fun. I like to dance to things, even though I'm not very good at it. And so after hearing that song, I looked it up. And realized that this is from the Black Panther soundtrack. And instantly I knew it was going to be a hit. And it flowed well without the or throughout the movie. And I can just tell you right now that all of those songs are going to be clandestine.
1: So it was actually very interesting. Um, since you're talking about the soundtrack, I've I've seen that some people felt that it missed the mark in the film. Mm. Because it actually wasn't incorporated very much. The only part that was actually incorporated was Pray For Me that features The Weeknd um, in the film. Nothing else was actually like taken from the f- soundtrack and put in the film and- Right, for, they weren't featured. Right, and for a moment you think that, ah, maybe they dropped the ball on that, but literally on the album name, it says Black Panther, the album, music from and inspired by, which makes more sense. So I felt like once I got through the soundtrack, I saw the movie, Kind of a little bummed that, you know, I couldn't hear Kendrick Lamar in the middle of a fight. (laughs) You go back to the album and you actually kind of, you kind of get a feeling of where the artists got their inspiration from within certain uh, scenes and stuff like that.
0: Absolutely. And honestly, I would argue that taken separately, the soundtrack could actually be considered, like, you could see the story of the movie through it. And so I don't think that it's missing the mark at all in that regard, because when you think about it, it doesn't have to be um, part of the film. It just has to be an accent to it.
1: Right. Um, I just think maybe maybe my thought of soundtracks is just off. I feel like every time I hear a soundtrack, I just think of like a Disney soundtrack, and it's just like <laughs> it's just like a rendition of literally every single musical.
0: Elsa. Yeah,
1: or something like that. Like I just felt like it was just. Take it from the movie, throw it on some audio, and here's the soundtrack. And that actually <laughs> wasn't it, which I think actually made it better.
0: Absolutely. I think it
1: made it a lot better because you can watch the film and listen to the soundtrack and have similar experiences and mm-hmm. also different.
0: Right. The feelings, though, that it, the soundtrack elicits for mm-hmm. you are the exact same emotions that you would feel in the film. I think that maybe the order's a little different but right. absolutely you'd still feel the exact same way leaving the movie theater as you would by finishing the album
1: right so. do you think there was anyone else that could have done the soundtrack who, who could have executive <sighs> produced the soundtrack besides King Llama
0: to be frankly honest with you I'm shocked that they didn't choose um, major African artists there are plenty now I understand mm. that like a lot of them speak or sing and rap in like French and okay. other languages. But I was a little bit surprised, just given the nature of the film that they're utilizing African accents and a lot of other um, details of certain nations. Like the entire fashion of the film was inspired um, by different tribes throughout, um, Northwest, Eastern Southern Africa. And so that I was a little bit surprised by that, taken aback that it was Kendrick Lamar. But then when you think about it, the target audience is probably going to be African Americans.
1: I just find it very interesting that you say that. That's, that's actually a, an extremely good point to put on that, the fact that they didn't decide to pick an African artist to do that. that would I think that would have been very interesting. I feel like it might have been kind of difficult to get people on board with it Mm -hmm. you know I feel like with it being Kendrick Lamar you're kind of like it's a no-brainer like I'm gonna listen to this it's gonna be fire that's true yeah
0: and it's easier marketing I would argue when you think about it I mean if it's going to be a movie featured in the United States you're going to want name recognition and you definitely get
1: that with Kendrick so since you brought up uh african rappers actually there's a guy i listen to named casper neovest and supposedly he's like a Kanye west of africa (laughs) um i'm not sure exactly what portion or what what area of africa he came from but he's trying to make a transition over and i just felt like it was very interesting for me to listen to an african artist for the first time but i listening to your point that would have been a very good a very good platform at least to maybe introduce an african artist maybe as a feature instead of an executive producer so Kendrick was the executive producer of the entire thing Mm -hmm. but maybe he could have introduced more African artists
0: well I don't know many of uh, the ones who did songs on here so like um, I would love to dive in deeper and see who what inspiration these people took um, to create their songs for sure
1: yeah looking at the list I'm I have a feeling some of these people are African artists now that I'm looking at it for sure especially if you listen to people that are on the track. Um, he might have actually taken that opportunity to do that, but I mean the regardless fact that it's not, um
0: produced by an African artist. Maybe. Probably. Yeah.
1: I think regardless of the fact, it was great. I think mm. it was a great piece of work.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So, we've gone over anticipating this film and how I mean, I won't lie, I don't really have much to comment on it because I don't have that kind of identity. I don't feel that same way about superheroes, frankly. I just don't really like superheroes that much. But uh, my initial reaction to seeing Black Panther really changed my mindset. Like, I was really, really excited to see this, and enthusiastic um, throughout the whole thing. My eyes were glued to the screen. I didn't even finish my Starburst. And so, how did you feel?
1: Um, so, I felt in a sense that I was excited but I also wanted to stay in the mindset that I don't know, I wanted to stay aware of what was was going on I felt like being excited in situations like that you could maybe overlook things and just say this movie can do no wrong you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I wanted to at least to give it credit and to give it to pay its dues, think of other ways they may have looked at something or Maybe just pose a question here or there, stuff like that. I personally didn't... I really couldn't come up with much, to be honest with you. I thought the <laughs> damn thing was flawless from beginning to end. Um, but it was definitely... Um, that That was definitely my mindset going into it. I, I wanted to reel back my excitement right. a bit. And just process what was going on.
0: And that's a good point. I mean, as someone who's never been a part of the marvel universe never really gotten into comic books at all i didn't even know the plot of black panther before going into it so i went in cold and going in cold was an interesting experience because i was really confused for about half the movie but really the entire half i was really interested by it like the characters were funny and engaging Mm -hmm. and so the whole time it wasn't Like, it was a problem. It's just, I'd have to watch that movie again to fully understand the story. Like, I didn't get it till the end. That might just be because sometimes I'm a little slow at 9.30 at night. But... (laughs) It was a school night. Or all the time. It was a school night.
1: right. It's okay. (laughs) Um, Well, I knew the... I kind of knew the plot front and back. So, I I pretty much knew what to expect. And I was wondering what they were going to make the plot mm-hmm. um but i i love the way they did it and i love the stuff that they put in the movie
0: right when i looked after uh, watching it i was just looking through just to see if this was accurate or not and i noticed that it seemed like when they were getting into works about 2014 of making this film It looked like there were a bunch of different ideas being thrown around about T'Challa, about whether or not he was going to grow up in American projects. And most of these ideas got thrown out almost immediately because there's really just one real way to have made this movie. And I think that they did a really good job on the first time.
1: Yeah, I thought it was very interesting how they had the two sides of it with um, T'Challa and uh, Eric Killmonger as far as you got to kind of see the two sides of the black population that are gonna go see that film.
0: That's a good point.
1: It's the best way to say it. it, it, it for, for a moment, it was like, okay, this is, this is an African superhero, but they also introduced a very um, prominent uh, African-American character that, that played a huge role in the film too.
0: Right, and I think it's interesting because he ends up being the villain. Right. So how do you feel?
1: Um, that was very hard. It was very <laughs> hard for me. Um the fact that and I read someone someone said on Twitter it was it was the first time being able to really resonate and feel a villain, which was Eric Killmonger, because he does play this 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 role where you're not supposed to like him. Like he He is the person that is trying to, you know, ruin your hero's day. And it was kind of like interesting. I kind of saw this African versus African-American kind of thing. And it's all just perspective. That's all it was. Um, I'm I'm not trying to, you know, give any spoilers or anything like that. But um, being an African-American, I was definitely, I felt like I was able to draw some parallels within my own life with that kind of relationship that they had.
0: It's an interesting thought. I, I'm just—I was curious solely because, I mean, you've got him as the villain. Right. He's sympathetic. You can empathize with this man.
1: To a, to a point, without giving away the movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so I I'm, I'm quite curious to see if they go for his background in a film. I hope they do.
1: I would I would hope so. I mean, that man had too much swag in that movie to not uh, make a sequel. He had so much sauce.
0: Or rather, a prequel.
1: Maybe I would. I would like to see a prequel. I don't know. Prequels be killing me sometimes, though. <laughs> it's like I, I don't know. M- maybe, maybe that that would be cool. If if they ended up star warring the hell the the hell out of that movie, that <laughs> series, fine. F it. Oh. I, I'd like sequels, and then after they're, they run the sequels, I'll watch the prequels. Like I, I actually wouldn't be mad at that. Or if they if they Lord of the Rings did and just made a Hobbit movie after it, after it just like hey we, we <laughs> can make more that. money here's a prequel I, I'd go watch it
0: I mean I would definitely see it I know Probably um, thinking about the implications for the future of this franchise
1: oh it started a whole new market <laughs> it started a whole new market yeah. Once once you realize how much money the black population or black communities have when they can back something it's it's astonishing. I agree.
0: I'm sure, like, I mean, when you look at um, the election of Obama in 08, that was clearly a black initiative there. And when you look at the defeat of Roy Moore in Alabama, that was black women right there. So when we consider the volition of our black communities, that's definitely going to be a huge game changer, I think, in this market. But I'm curious to see what they go for next.
1: So supposedly this movie is supposed to make $210 million opening weekend.
0: Whew. That's some cash.
1: That's some cash. That's a whole new market. We might see a Falcon film. They might do Catwoman right this time. Like, <laughs> you never know. The options are endless with stuff like this. But I, I really think they're going to make a sequel for Black Panther.
0: And then when we think about what this means in terms of communities yep. and for kids in yep. particular, what do you think is going to go?
1: On? Um, I hope it gets more kids in, into the technology field. I'm not sure if it'll have that far of a reach. Um, but I think it might, I mean, his, his sister's the one that makes his suits. She's a girl. Mm-hmm. Like these, these, uh, astronomically advanced piece of the technology, you know, r- remote controlling a car from countries, continents away. <laughs> it's a girl that's coming up with this. And I just think, hey, you never know. The sky's the limit. It might get girls, it might be, it might get girls of color more into the engineering field or the science field or, or Step. at least, at least in my personal opinion, it'll give kids something to look at. Absolutely, Something to a model nerd out about and not <laughs> feel bad about it like i i definitely remember there was a point in time growing up where there might be a kid that's black that is i don't know maybe a star wars freak or some kind of superhero nerd and he might feel a little bit bad because there are little to none as far as characters that look like him to resonate with but he still loves that story like this is a story where like you have no you you, you have a lot more pride backing it because you know it's kind of it's something that you can look at and make comparisons with. Right. It's a superhero that you can look in the mirror and kind of see yourself in. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's really cool. I- I'm glad that that's coming into the community. Yeah. So, I mean, in my opinion, I think that it's going to be really good in terms of lighting a fire into STEM. Even though I teach history, it's I still think it's really important. To be able to have people creating things, so like the projects my kids do, they're all product based. They have to make something. They have to be able to take pride in their work in the process. Mm-hmm. And I think that this movie gives them an outlet to be able to think big and to dream big, and hopefully they can achieve those dreams. Yeah. So I think implications for the future for Black Panthers, massive market, and probably a really good chance of. Inspiring a lot of kids.
1: Yeah. So, did your kids seem excited to go see it?
0: Well, they were all jealous after I told them I saw it on Thursday. (laughs) So, they were all a little bit miffed on that one.
1: That's pretty (laughs) fun. What? I want to get into the facts about Black Panther. Okay. I want to say it. I feel like, regardless of how you feel, black white whatever race this movie had to happen it had to Mm -hmm. black panther is just just the hero itself the dude i would say was is up there with superman as far as with abilities and stuff like that like i I don't see why this movie wasn't made earlier strictly off a resume
0: that's a good point
1: in my personal opinion so you you went in not understanding it right You, you didn't know Certain aspects Cold turkey. of the movie, right? Okay, so fun fact for you. I'm just gonna let you know. I'll, I'll talk to these points, okay? Um, so this movie should resonate with women, in my personal opinion, because he is actually guarded by female warriors, right? And they're badass warriors too, in my <laughs> personal opinion. Um, so in addition to that, he was debuted in an issue of Fantastic Four, um. And not to mention, he was uh, one of the first black superheroes in mainstream comics. So as we went down that history of black superheroes, Black Panther was the first one in 1966 that we noted. And he's noted to be one of the first main superheroes, black superheroes. In addition, the guy was featured in like every single major Marvel group. Side note, he was married to Storm, which due to that affiliation made him an honorary member of (laughs) X-Men. That's crazy. And then not to mention, there was a point in time in the comics where Daredevil had to go away from his hometown and Black Panther took over for Daredevil in his hometown and his world. Um, He also filled out the rest of, of Fantastic Four at one point in time, he's a part of some uh, crazy legion that Marvel characters made that were just strictly made up of, like, the most intellectual superheroes in the world, which is basically, like, the Illuminati is what they called it, um, which was just made up of these insanely smart characters that uh, Iron Man brought together to try and basically keep the world safe and black panther was in that also right so from the origins of black panther he has continuously been a part of marvel's biggest groups and characters and i just felt like eventually the movie had to happen so that was just my opinion from it um but regardless of it what was your feeling going into the the theater as far as when we were initially coming in and you saw all these people you saw the all the outfits and stuff like that like did you felt like we should have dressed up more or do you like what was your thought
0: well for being frank I was really excited when I was like oh well I guess I am not well okay this is gonna sound awful but I I was excited when I realized that I was not going to be the only white person in the theater why because although I think I would have been fine um it's It was definitely like a, am I intruding on something?
1: Interesting. So it's not a discomfort, right? It's more like a, am I intruding your space kind of thing.
0: Right. I mean, I didn't know if that's my place to go. But then I was like, well, skirt, he's bringing me. So,
1: I mean, I kind of had no choice.
0: Yeah, I wanted to go.
1: We had to do the podcast.
0: That's true as well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um,. I just I, I I personally loved it. I thought it was great to see all these people dressed up, all these kids dressed up. It felt like the movie had a Star Wars feel to it, as far as like just from the lobby of it, you see all these people were just nerding out and just like not being afraid. It feels like nerds are having like a moment. Also, a yeah, yes. like I feel like people are like trying to become nerds now. Or, <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe people have always been nerds, and I just didn't know it, but.
0: I don't think you
1: knew it. <laughs> no, no, I probably I probably didn't know that. but I just felt like it was definitely a moment for nerds, black people, people of minorities, I don't know. It just it just felt like a great a great thing to huddle around and kind of have an agreement on, especially with this period of time where I felt like there's been a lot of tension within the country and stuff like that. Some disagreement, although a lot of, I think I feel like a lot of people have agreed on certain things as far as like dislike of certain people but mm-hmm. i felt like this is this another moment for us to just kind of you know leave the politics at the door
0: absolutely really
1: just enjoy the world of wakanda for a little bit <laughs> um but i did actually have a point and a thought it wasn't and, and we were talking about this earlier with um the main character being african and wondering how that would resonate with African-American viewers. And I just wasn't sure what was going to go on with that.
0: Right. We were thinking about how that would potentially affect the future of this. So when we think about it, African-American versus African, there are two separate identities there, right? Yep. And there's uh, definitely different cultures because they are very distinctive groups and tribes in Africa and um, it's much less so here. It's a lot more difficult to be able to keep that sort of um, continuous culture right. when you're transposed across the Atlantic.
1: Right. So I was wondering, especially with you know Wakanda being based in Africa and um, T'Challa being of African descent, I was just wondering... If there was, you know, kind of like this this, un, this unwritten or this unspoken um, knowledge that there's yet to be a big African-American superhero that we've yet to get. Um, it's kind of like the Obama's the first half black president, or you call him the, the first black president kind of thing. It's like, I personally, I think Obama's great. Obama's the first black president, in my opinion, but if you look on, on paper have
0: and i think that that's something that people have to make concessions for right right and so i think that just because t'challa and um bozeman playing this african character i don't think that means that there's going to be a separation there's no divide there
1: i hope it brings people together more actually is what i hope and think it's going to do right personally
0: i think you're right too i think that. Yeah hoping for it would be the better option exactly
1: so just me bringing up that point isn't me saying that there's a divide i hope it stays divide kind of thing it actually i've seen it bring people together and i hope it actually makes people come together because i feel like as an african-american i personally will admit i don't know much about african culture as far as like if you if you said like hey can you talk to someone for 30 minutes about african culture i couldn't tell you probably more than five minutes from what I learned from friends in college and stuff like that. So it's definitely opened my eyes to that culture and that heritage, and it's definitely made me more interested to learn more about it.
0: Right, the complexity there. It's not just one singular culture. There's hundreds and hundreds. There's technically thousands when you think about tribe numbers.
1: Right. So. I thought it was very interesting.
0: So next week, it looks like we're going to be talking about what we call our motherfucking unicorns. So, David and I have a little bit of an inside joke. We call ourselves the unicorns. You
1: call us unicorns. We are unicorns. I deal with it.
0: You point out other unicorns. And we call ourselves unicorns for a fairly selfish and um, strange reason. Namely, because we are an interracial couple. And somehow, here in Atlanta, they tend to not go out very often. They? Us. We. <laughs> <laughs> Plural.
1: What do um, you mean by you people? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, unicorns are a rarity. It's exciting when, we, when I see them or when David sees them. And typically, I, I always point them out.
1: I'll poke and be like, there's another unicorn. There's another unicorn. There's such a weirdo. And so it's we're going to explain. That you're not used to seeing.
0: Right. And so we're going to explain why I call them unicorns, why I call ourselves unicorns, and why I wanted this podcast to be called motherfucking unicorns.
1: And from a business marketing standpoint, I vetoed and say that before it even got on my desk.
0: He just doesn't like being a unicorn.
1: I don't like saying motherfucking unicorns.
0: And yet you did. In any case... It's been a great time being able to discuss Black Panther and we hope to see you next week.
1: Yeah, I mean if you if you all have any discussions, comments, feel free to hit us up on Twitter. Um, we are in any case underscore pod. We'd be glad to have any conversations with you. If you are listening on anchor, feel free to call in. We've had some people call in before. Thanks for calling in. If you want to start a conversation, we'd be glad to pick up from there. And I guess just Just have a good week.